1: Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles,
2: James Loving. This yes, is James Loving your host of Love Me, your love me your Sports Talk and co host with me, Chris. You that Chris?
3: I'm here. How are you today?
2: Good, good, good to be back on. Chris, before we introduce our guest, uh, I just want to talk with you and me real quick. You know, I had him on um, the show a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, I think two or three weeks. It's amazing how, you know, you, you play with a guy and then still become friends, and that guy influenced your life, and it's good to reconnect with him. Cause you remember when um, my guest played at Wyoming, and you know, and you heard me talk about. Go ahead, and talk a little bit about it.
3: About what you had said. Yeah. Um, you you were well. You told the stories, of course, when you played at Wyoming. But then you were also talking about what happened in Philadelphia. You know, and how he walked into the <laughs> in the locker room, and you looked up, it was like. This is somebody that that you a familiar familiar face, you know. You're like, whoa, Abraham, what you doing, Gerald? You know, and you were you were you were happy because you actually had you felt like home there finally, you know.
2: Well, I just want to say, you know, um, just, just just love having on, but let's introduce my guest again. Everybody, from an NFL player, from a Wyoming player with me, Gerald Abraham. You there, Gerald? <laughs> GB back, Chris. He's back.
3: Yeah, this last time you were on Gerald, it was a good show. I mean, I I sat there and listened to it, and when when we got done, or when you guys got done, I talked to James. and I'm like, you know, it, it's always so nice when you can you can talk to someone, and you can find out, you know, where where everyone's at, and 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 you two just really have this really great rapport with each other, and and it, it's it's good to hear. Well,
2: Gerald, well, Gerald, we're gonna we one at. Uh, dang! I can't even talk. I'm so excited. Calm down, man. But um, we want to talk about the draft, and then we talk about a little bit more about you know football and things going on. But you know, um, Chris, go ahead. Start with a couple of questions, and I'm gonna light them up. We're gonna light them up today, Chris. We'll
3: get all. Oh, I got I got questions. Boy, do I have questions. So, yeah. Gerald, let me let let's just start off. Okay, so let's just say that you're the owner of the t- Tennessee Titans. Would you have given up the number one draft pick? Be honest. Would you have given it up this year?
2: Oh
4: God! Oh man! Uh, I've always thought that if you if you have the pleasure of getting the number one draft 50 you might as well keep it, and uh, you pretty much deserve it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, I, I think that you know it depends on on the situation um, for for each team and uh, and even the even the managers. So much going on as far as why they would make a decision to do that. But, uh, I, you know, to be honest with you, I would keep my, my my the number one pick that I would if I was, you know, the, the owner.
3: Right. I, I, I'd i actually been hearing rumors about it, I think, um, like a month month prior to the draft. You know, I, I'd i heard rumors that they were going to be, you know, gi- gi- giving it away. And I was like, and so I'd been asking people that same question, you know, and, and – you know, no one really had an answer, but now all of a sudden there's an answer that they actually did it. But now it's like, okay, yeah. would you have done it? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I think you're right. You you know you you're given that honor to get the number one. Don't give it up. So
4: yeah, exactly. I mean, your you know your your organization um, is depending on on that, and uh, you know sometimes I think uh, you know owners and managers they they tend to over overlook and overthink things and um and then they make uh you know bad decisions that can affect their you know their organization for you know for many years and um mm-hmm. uh, this can be one of them you know and it's not like this is the first time this has happened i mean i think there is a uh a history of teams doing that um and um haven't been able to uh, recover because of that
2: you know making that decision
3: Right. I want to jump Hold in on. there,
2: Gerald, and kind of what you say and, and go with Chris' question, but you see all these teams, when they do that, Gerald, they want a quarterback. You know, you're not going to get an a Andrew Luck lookout like that or rg Threes now, you know, you're getting these guys. And I was told by um, self Joyner that takes hey, five years for a quarterback to learn the NFL, you know. And you see all these teams right. running for these young guys to be there. Star, you know, I mean, look at Denver. They think they're going to take down the Super Bowl, that young guy again, you know what I'm saying? Right. Isn't that a mistake they're making, though, Gerald? Well, you know,
4: the the, the, the quarterbacks have changed over the years, and and so has the, uh, you know, the offense for, you know, the colleges. You know, they've they've gone to the, you know, the wide open offense and um, the shotgun and and all that, that, the pro style has just disappeared. And um, and you know I have to say that you don't know what you're gonna what you're gonna get from these quarterbacks that come from these these wide open offenses and they're not underneath the center and um, uh, I just think there's a lot that's taken away from it and and you know there you know a lot of these quarterbacks that that are performing real well out of these type of offenses they you know they, they you know they they do uh, develop big numbers and it's exciting football but it's not the type of football that's been played in the NFL and um, it's more of a chess game more than anything it's more uh, learning and uh, it's not so much of being an athlete you got to be able to think and be able to take a snap from under the center and things of that nature hand the football off and that is a struggle because these college co- uh, quarterbacks have been doing it for four or five years and then all of a sudden you you know, you're you're asking them to do something that they probably haven't done since high school. But uh you're you know, I I think sometimes I think these, these, these you know, these quarterbacks are really struggling with that brand of football when it's time to play in the NFL and they struggle. So uh I would tend to look for if I need a quarterback, I need a versatile quarterback that has some experience running the pro style. Offense and taking a snap underneath and actually learning the game of football. And, um, and I don't think I think a lot's taken away from these quarterbacks when they play uh, this wide open offense um, in the colleges. I mean, it's let's face it—you know, it's all about winning in colleges, not about preparing these kids for the next level.
3: Right. So, right, okay, okay we're so we're talking do. about the number one draft Correct. pick. Correct. Yes. Go ahead. That's what we're going to do
2: with Jaro? I switch this up a little bit. Oh, cool. uh, god, i cool. We're gonna have you ask some questions. You know, since I'm home, I'm on my email. You ask some questions. I ask them a question that's on my email.
3: Oh, perfect. Okay.
2: Yeah, it work. So you ask them one of your questions. Got? Then I'll read All them right. off an email from last show he did. If somebody wanted to ask, is that cool, girl? That yeah. yeah. Uh, I-, I can barely hear you on that one. I- I'm sorry. You said somebody email about the questions. You're gonna ask. Yeah, from last show when you was on, I get e well, oh, okay. um, right. so I'll ask a question. Chris asked one. We're going to light you up. You yeah, ping punk ball, back and forth. <laughs> I'm <Jesus, laughs> Okay, go right here. <laughs> go ahead,
3: Chris. Okay, so we were talking about the number one draft pick. So the L.A. Rams traded for the number one draft pick, and they used it to land quarterback Jared Goff from Cal. So would, mm-hmm. do you think, Gerald, he was the best choice for number one, given that he was actually ranked number 11 on the scouts report?
4: Uh, I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I don't think he was the best quarterback. Uh, I've seen a few of his games. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, for what I saw, uh, I think that he has problems with, you know, making good quality decisions. Um, I think I've watched the other kid from was it with North Dakota State more. Yes, more. Uh, I think I've yeah. I, I think I, I've seen him. Uh a bit more. Uh, I like his style. I thought that he was part of the best quarterback coming out. Um, but uh, I mean, it, it just depends, you know. It Just <laughs> uh, just like when Michael Jordan came out, you know, and uh, I can't remember what team I know was important and had a chance to get him, and they, they picked um, I can't remember the uh, the guy they picked, but it was just it was like a flip of a coin, and I think this is the same situation. They're going to probably find out. They think that he got the best quarterback uh, but I think they're going to find out that uh, they were just a pick uh, a little bit too soon, and uh, and got the wrong quarterback. I think he'll have a good career, but he's definitely not the best quarterback. I think the okay. from North Dakota State is the best.
2: Uh, my turn.
3: Yes, yes.
2: All right, girl. I'm going to start this one off from you know this guy. You we know, all call him oh. Wiggy.
3: sorry.
2: <laughs> <I was trying. laughs> the gazelle. <laughs> yeah. Wig told me to ask you, because uh, when I talk, he said, um, how did you feel when you were at Wyoming those years and then when they changed the coaching staff and they brought in new players, you know, younger players, and was bringing in running back, how did you feel about mentoring the younger guys and they were going be playing your position? About uh, Yeah, can you repeat that again? About how how did you feel when, you know, how they, the coaching staff changes when Harrison came in and they brought in... You know, guys like, say, running backs. How do you feel about when coming in and mentoring a younger running back? Well, you know, going through that transition was pretty tough
4: because I played under, uh, what, uh, three head coaches and just really never got a, uh, anything really established. Uh, when Erickson did come in, uh, it did open things up. And um, and the thing I like about that was the fact that uh, he did a great job of recruiting uh, you know, the the right players um, um, for his system. And then after he left, it was still the right, uh, you know, it was still the right players for the system because we did continue to, to throw the football. But then uh, when Roach uh, took over after Erickson left, uh, he pretty much uh, made it more of a balanced attack and where it involved me as a running back. But I tell you, it was it was a blessing in disguise because when when we start throwing the football, uh, it helped me to be able to catch the football out of the backfield. So it, it, it opened me up as an athlete and and, um, um, and you know I you know I, I just I just wish that we had this all in place when I first became a Wyoming Cowboy when I was uh, when I was a freshman. But uh it it was a it was a different transition. It was it was hard, but man when it when it all came
2: together it was it was the best thing ever. You know what, we gotta take a break. And when we take the break we'll come back and then we're gonna have uh, go Chris. But I want you to expand on something else too, Gerald. But um, let's take this break and then we'll come back. This is James and Chris and we got Gerald on the phones. Chris, we got Gerald.
3: Oh nice. I love it. All right.
1: You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This
2: is James Loving with Loving That Sports
3: Talk and co host with me. Chris, you there? I'm here.
2: Well, Chris, like I told you every show, you know uh, we have listeners. So every time uh, we do the show, Joe, I think I told Joe, my mom I have everybody from the church over there, and they cook and they listen to the show. Um, so she call me, let me know that they listening. You know that ring and then my dad told me what he was cooking today. He had greens, fried chicken, and dressing. I'm not even gonna keep going. <laughs> <corporate>. <laughs> oh man. I haven't had, had lunch yet. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just like, cream. like, cream why can't we do the show in the house? But, damn, why they cooking? Mm. There you go. Let me stop. <laughs> but, Gerald, I want, I want, before Chris could ask a question, I want to still know something, you know. And um, I, I talked to Wig, so I know why he asked that question for you. Um, Because he was um, amazed at how, when they came in fresh, and how all the older guys like us accepted them. And was you know, man, Like, say, Wig was playing my position and I'm mad that he's going to be playing that's why he won me because it's where I want to go with this you know Sam Bradford for the Eagles they're bringing another quarterback he's all pissed Joe when somebody come in like tell you, when was that Wyoming somebody come in playing we weren't mad we didn't treat them bad we helped them right with the plays and all like that and you know me and you went through an NFL when a person told the wrong play Right, how right, did right. Feel, and how did you feel and I, kind of, I talked to Wig and I want you to expand on that I'm right. coming in and you and I'm Barry play running back with you. Did you not accept a running back like Scott Gibson was behind you and who else? You didn't you weren't that way, were you? No, no, as a matter of fact, uh
4: I didn't you know I didn't experience any of that uh as far as the the as a team and whole of any kind of uh discomfort of, of new guys coming in. I think that what I did and what i did feel from all that when you guys came in when we had a new set of players come in uh, to run a certain uh offense i think it was more of a relief for everybody i think i think we were all so we were so sick and tired of running the wishbone or we didn't have wishbone personnel and um and, and you know that was it was a sign of, of, of relief because we needed that change and and the type of players that we that we did have when we ran the wishbone for for a couple of years, uh, it was just it be I'll be honest with you, those players, um, including myself, were just made for the pro style offense. So it was a relief. Um, I think it was just it was a lot of joy. Uh, I didn't I didn't experience any discomfort of new players coming in, and where or I saw other players uh, were worried about their their positions and things of that nature. Uh, I think that everybody gelled. Uh, perfectly, uh, the change needed was—I mean, it was—it was tough. I mean, you, you didn't have to experience—you didn't experience—and—and and, um, you know what? What we had to go through, it was just the fact that it was—it was so relieving knowing that we were going to do something different, and that uh, there would be a whole different attitude, and that we were going to win some football games. I mean, I was pleased when we were going to throw the football, and you guys showed up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we have some quickness coming in." And we're going to change you know we're gonna change the way things are here, but no, it was it, it, i mean I think everything turned out the way it was supposed to there was no discomfort there was no uh no one was upset uh i think I think it just jail like i mean just like jello. it 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 worked perfectly and um if it if it didn't then we would have struggled we still struggle about you know winning football games
2: correct.
3: But but Joe, you, isn't I, it like you know? I, I know James said on this on occasion, you know, when when he's played, um, you know, as as far as you know, gelling and and being okay with new people coming on, you know, you, you've been kind of used to that since you started playing because it's like every year, even way back in junior high, high school, you know, you you'd come in with all, not not a whole new crew of people, but there'd be new players every time, and you know that that you know you have that mindset that. That job is yours. You know who else? Who else wants to try to step up to the plate and, and try to take the job from you?
4: Absolutely, and and, and I didn't feel I didn't feel that way. I, I, it's kind of weird. I mean, uh, I think it just I guess it depends on a certain player that uh, just has some type of uh, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, um, uh, like a self-esteem issue. And I, I didn't have that. I was confident about um, you know my my talents and, and, and what I can provide um uh, you know for the team. And um uh, I, I think my biggest issue was just getting some consistent uh, just get some consistency, uh is what I was looking for. I knew I can play. Uh I wasn't thinking about how much playing time I was gonna get or or anything like that or if I'm gonna get enough touches. Uh, I think that, you know, you, you we know, kind of dealt with so much prior to that. I don't think we even even thought about that kind of thing. At least I didn't because I was just looking for the change, and that was the most important thing at the time. But you're right. Uh, you know, I never had to worry about that too much. Uh, even when I played, you know, from Little League, it was all about fun. As long as I was having fun and and having some, uh, a little success, it, it was a good thing. But um, it was it was it was really a, a blessing that we didn't have to worry about that at the collegiate level.
2: Right, hey, Chris. Chris, yes. let me say one thing before you ask a question. All unless right. Unless you do two, unless you two, but zero. Let me say this person on the phone right now to this day. You um, you know who taught me. Um, God, I'm trying to think of what word I want to use. Chris, maybe you think of word when I'm talking about this, but. The thing about football and sports and the game of being uh, unselfish, um, Lauren Schaefer, let me tell you why. Mm -hmm. That young man, when we came in, you know, he was playing with Lauren. um, The guy, um, the car received, Norris. Mm Laughlin, Norris. Right. Lauren was getting playing time. We came in, he wasn't getting that much playing time. He still worked hard in practice, he still came sure in one game, I was like, man, I don't know what to do, I had to go in more like, love it, come here, do this, blah, 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 okay, and go on in, you know, and mm-hmm. come back and say, mm-hmm. you know, he never complained about this, he didn't get no time, and you know, we had That's me, bar, right. school, Un- <laughs> that uh, is true, character. am I right, Gerald, the character you absolutely, absolutely right, Absolutely talking yeah. all my career about football. I'm saying about, and right you're right. Now? It's about the attitude. You're absolutely
4: right about that. You know, and and you know, I'm, I'm real close to you know to Lawrence, and that was a good example. He was definitely a, a good example uh, of uh, uh, you know of, of, of talking about that. And um, you know, I'm I'm the godfather of his, of his of his two boys, and and like I said, we stay in good contact with each other. And to this day, he never complained. And we do talk about the old days of Wyoming. But uh just like I said before, you know, we it was a good set of of um of young men that we had at, at Wyoming. And I think, you know, just like I keep I keep mentioning, I keep saying it, but I, I think just the the idea of the change was so gratifying that there was no room to, to even think about the you know, about playing time and who's coming in and who's taking the job and who's gonna have the most touches and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We've been through so much to the point where, you know, <laughs> we wanted change, and we saw the change coming in, and we did what what we needed to do to make it all work, and it worked out fine. And that that was a great example for Lawrence. You you're absolutely right. That guy worked hard like he was starting. He he worked yeah. hard like it was it was it was like if he didn't if he didn't do well he wasn't going to eat. I mean that was the type of attitude that that Lawrence had. And so when you have that going on, you, I mean, there's no, I mean, you have no choice but to to, to, to succeed. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, that was the kind of, yeah, that was the kind of, that was the kind of team that we had. We didn't have any worries about that, but that is an awesome uh, example of using Lawrence and, you know, he, he worked hard and Norris. Yeah. yeah. Right. But isn't so, it also, you know, I, I know you said about, you
3: know, we're talking about You know, having being able to play and have a position, but sometimes being on the bench and encouraging, you know, that helps too. The the team to win and and motivate them.
4: Absolutely, yeah, and you know, and that's and I think that's what's missing in 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 today's uh, athlete. Uh, You know, unfortunately, they they don't play. You know, they're not. They're getting help from. From, from the rest of the world that society things have changed since you know since we played uh, uh, the players are different um, how they're been accepted uh, around the world uh is is totally different. The game has just really changed and uh, I think the players now are are, are you know uh, are a little bit uh <laughs> a little bit spoiled. um they can be a little selfish um uh i just i think that that's what's missing it is a different athlete uh there's so much that uh, they get a lot of notoriety um uh, it, it it just it is a different game and the players are different um, I think that uh when when um, James and myself when we played uh I, I think that our hearts were uh, a little bit different when it come around a knowing why you're playing the football, why you're playing the game. And um and it's just it's it's just a totally different I would say that these players now uh the young players now are definitely uh more skillful. They're you know, they're they're a lot faster and, and, and whatnot and I think that is due to the fact that uh it has become a profession. you am talking about all the different camps and and you have Actually, football players plan, and that's all they do. And they don't play, you know, they don't play any other sports in high school. As uh, like for myself and 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 the players in my generation, uh, you know, we play two, three sports, and we were we didn't specialize in just one thing. And we and I think that's why you have so many injuries too, because you have, you know, you have athletes now that where parents have their kids play one sport and they concentrate on just that, and they just drill it and drill it and drill it. And then, but you know, when 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 I was playing and James was playing, we played different sports, and we had less injuries and 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 whatnot. So we're, I mean, if we just concentrated on the game of football, will we be the kind of same type of athlete as far as skillful uh, skill wise. Yes, we will be, but we didn't. We did other things, and and you know, uh, but yeah, the, the the athlete is different, uh, no doubt. Uh, I think the attitude is a little bit different, and then you look at the way, uh, like for instance, when you're talking about uh, uh, the signing day for high school to college. Wow, it's almost like it's almost like looking at a miniature draft, NFL draft, the way to do things now. And we didn't have that kind of show showcase when when James and myself were uh, were in high school. It was totally different, and so. Um, you know, it, it it is it it is different. It and 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 the players are are uh, I think a little bit spoiled. And they're not to say they don't deserve it, but uh, it, the game of football has changed uh, from all levels.
2: Go ahead, Chris.
3: Well, you know what? We're gonna have to take a break right now. When we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit about more about the draft. So we'll be right back. <laughs>
1: Look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health wise, internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
3: This is your co-host, Chris Marwitz, and we have James with us. I think he stepped up for a little bit. He'll be right back. But we have as our guest, Gerald Abraham. How are you doing today, Gerald? Gerald?
4: Oh, great, Chris. Thank you Good. for having me on it.
3: Oh well, like I said, when when I heard you on last time with James, you know, I just I I had to stop what I was doing just to listen, you know, and and I knew that James didn't didn't need my help that day because you guys were just going to be talking, you know, old times. And <laughs> it was it was good. It was good to hear, oh, yeah. you know, because oh, yeah like he said, Enjoyed I was I, was, I it. was back there and Laramie with you guys, but I was removed from everything that was going on. So you know, to hear everything that happened. You know, it's kind of like, really, that was taking place, but it's it, it's good. It's good to to always be able to go back and reminisce. So, absolutely. Anyway, so you know what, Joe, Let's go ahead and talk a little bit more about the NFL draft, the things that happened. So, um, in anyway, when it happened, each team was rated and ranked after this year's draft. And Jacksonville, believe it or not, was rated the highest. Um, they landed two top five defensive players: uh, quarterback Jalen Ramsey and then linebacker Miles Jack. Uh, do you think improving the defense for Jacksonville was a bigger priority for them versus their offensive line?
4: I mean, it really is hard to say because this draft was particularly one of the, I have to say, probably one of the best when you have a variety of of of, of players, of great players, um, a favorite position. Usually, uh, certain. Certain drafts, um, you know, people. Are, uh, certain teams are, are looking for, for defensive players and, and offensive players, offensive line and uh, skill, uh, skill players. Uh, this particular draft was so. I think that it was it. It was so had a variety of, of of positions and good players in each position that it was like a free for all for all all teams. And, and what, I'm, what I mean by that is that whether they were just looking for, just for defensive players, there were so many good defensive players, you could have waited a little bit longer in the draft and it wouldn't really kill you, you know. And so that's how great it was. And I think that they wanted to take the best available defensive players. That's what they needed. If they, you know, I think, I think a, lot, a lot of these teams are, are kind of going, are, are trying to use the same recipe that the Broncos used. Okay, when they said, "Hey," and then this defense wins games, and you look at the quarterback situation with Denver had, you know, they had two mediocre uh, quarterbacks, and the defense was so superb that they really didn't need an uh, offense. You know, run a good couple first downs to keep the chains moving when you need to, and then your defense will come home for you. And I think that uh, quite a few teams, kind of looked at that and say, hey, this is, this is what we want to mirror. This is what we want to do. But, um, uh, but there were a lot of good offensive lines, so maybe that's why they're saying, hey, let's get this, this, this beef up our defense, even though uh, our need is on the offensive line, but there are enough offensive line in this draft that uh, we'll be able to get a couple and, and work with it. So I think a lot of teams – we're thinking about that because there were a lot of, there were so many good players at every position. You really uh, could afford to go away from what you really need, and um, and and maybe look at it for the future
2: by changing the way you were going to draft. Right. I'm back, here I'm back.
3: All right, your turn. then. I'm ready
2: to. All right, um, Joseph. Uh, can we go all the way to the end of the break? I mean, to the end of the show. Uh
3: mm-hmm. huh.
2: All right, I just let Joe you know, Joe. Um, I like to read questions all over. Um, it's just amazing. I'm trying to figure out the best one. I like to get everybody all because we got listeners Chicago all over. But this one, I don't know. It just says Q from Detroit, Joe. I listened to the show and I remember you guys playing in Wyoming. I don't know. I don't know who, it was. but anyway, <laughs> um, I like to know. What do you think about Megatron retiring? And also, what do you think about all these young players who time so early when they still can make millions? They say his name Q. I don't remember Q when we played. That oh, was Q. Yeah, it just got Q from Detroit Michigan. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and so
4: so Megatron and then uh about these players about the players,
2: uh, uh, the second question again. Uh, about the players t- retiring so young and still can make millions. Why you think they're retiring young? You know, I like Megatron. What was the other one, Chris, They retired? There was a couple years?
3: other, um, just recently, there was a couple players that were like 24 years old that uh, played like three years and they're out.
2: Right, you know what right. What do you think about them and they still can make millions? Well,
3: <laughs> you know,
2: the football is,
4: Football is not, not for everybody, okay? And I don't know what, you know, uh, the situation with Tron or any other player that that, that retired early. And um, uh, only only those those, those guys know. Um, but uh, I think that players are starting to get a little bit smarter. Uh, they figure that they, you know, make as much money as they can early and not play for very long, and it could be for a lot of reasons. I mean, it could be for uh, the health reasons, you know, with the concussion. Uh, or it can be to the fact that maybe they don't like the game as much. But who's going to pay these guys like the kind of money they're getting now working a regular 9-to-5 job? So uh, when you when you see players that that, uh, that, that do that, uh, I think there's going to be a lot more that are going to start doing that. These are guys that have probably been ahead of the game and, and kind of had everything figured out. Uh, how long they want to play, how much money they you know they wanted they wanted to make, and how much they wanted to, uh, how long they wanted to play. So they 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 pretty much had a an idea you know how they were going to be the game, and and I think that players need to start looking at learning how to control the game and not let the game control them. <laughs> And, uh, like you know, NFL, they don't have guaranteed, uh, 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 contracts and, and whatnot, among other things that they don't get compared to the NFL and, I mean, the the NBA and the major leagues. And it's a very difficult and very dangerous sport. You would think that they'll be on the same level as the other, uh, professional uh, sports, but it's not. So guys need to start taking matters in their own hands and start saying, hey, you know, Football don't control me. I control it. That's the attitude that um, I see, like, you know, uh, players like Megatron. And hopefully there will be more players that, that do that and be smarter about, you know, where they spend their money, how they spend the money, and thinking about, hey, I do what I need to do to get my life started. But there should be a concrete date and time or whatever that I'm going to leave the game and not let it control me. And, um, and you, you have to ask yourself how many, really, how many NFL players really, really enjoy playing a game of football with all the politics that's involved, you know, and, um, and and why are they staying in it? So, but I just wish that more of the, of the players would take control of how they want to control the game of football.
3: Yeah, I I like that especially what you're saying about uh money situations and people taking control uh, cuz it seems like a lot of people don't a lot of them don't really heed, you know, people's mistakes or or or, or warnings from people about that. So that's that, that, that that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. All right. Let's talk Broncos. I know it's near and dear to our hearts. So let's talk Broncos. James, you you can you can hush up now. So Gerald and I are going to talk uh. right here. So all right, so Gerald. I just want to know uh, what do you think about Denver picking quarterback Paxton Lynch? Well,
4: going back to what I said about these college quarterbacks, uh, I've always had issues with. These wide open offenses and these, you know, the shotgun stuff. Um, if you look at it, you, you look at you, you look at the the number of uh, quarterbacks that are, that are in the league that have been drafted, um, you know, really good and early, that have been involved in offenses uh, that are like this in college, and you kind of just 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 kind of look at some of the big names uh, quarterbacks that played in those type of uh, of, uh, of systems and and, and tell me where you think you know their their how their professional career is going um, and that pretty much kind of tell you that you are flipping a coin. I like what I see on uh, some of the highlights. I've never, I never, I I really haven't followed. I, I don't think I've uh, seen this kid play one game. Um, I can only go by with the highlights, uh, but it's kind of hard to say uh, they do need a quarterback that's for sure uh is he the, was he the best available quarterback uh for the broncos at that time uh maybe maybe not i would rather take a quarterback that that it took you know that 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 took snaps from underneath the 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 center and um was more of a more of a pro style uh uh, offense. I, I will look for the best available quarterback for that particular uh, situation. Uh, the Broncos felt that he was the best, and he could be. I don't know. I have issues. I have issues with shotgun quarterbacks. I really do. And and the running and all that. Uh, the ones that are playing in the NFL right now are struggling. There's a great chance he will struggle. And uh, you know, uh, hopefully, I'm wrong, but. Uh, if I had to bet, more than likely I would bet against it that, you know, he's going to turn out um, okay. But then again, you got to look at this. You got, you're talking about Denver Broncos. We're talking about, um, you know, who's running the, the show now. I mean, got great coach. They, and um, if anybody can uh, get him turned around, uh, it would be the Broncos' head coach. Uh, but at the same time, you had, you know, uh, Peyton Manning. Manning he struggled trying to get you know uh, taking a snap from the center and whatnot. he had a horrible year uh, it was a shameful year for him I feel bad for him I mean, you know I think he deserved to go out better but it was obvious that he could not transition uh, transition to, to that uh, brand of football after being taking snaps from the shotgun what almost all his career right. and um, I mean, you have to ask yourself I mean it, I mean he, you know, it's just that will just reinventing itself with, with you know, with these shotgun quarterbacks out of college and is wide open, and they have not really done a good job. They really haven't. And um, uh, but I had I just had my personal issues with that, and I I don't think I would would have drafted him. Um, you know, in their minds, he was the best available quarterback at that time, and they needed to take a quarterback. That it was obvious. It was obvious uh I thought they would probably try to take a chance on on that uh that cook kid i'm not happy I'm not too thrilled about him either, right, but uh he you know he he is a, he appeared to be a tough quarterback uh I just don't you just don't know what you're getting with a, with a guy like him, especially when his parents kind of went off on everybody <laughs> that was not a good thing <laughs> so that that could you know that right there kind of threw me off, and I was like, well, maybe not <laughs> maybe Denver did. You know,
2: they did the right thing, but not, you know, picking him, that's for sure. Yeah, I
3: did
2: service uh, on that one, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. my turn, Chris. Um, Joseph, we're going to go to the end of the show. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Gerald, this uh, this next text, uh, I always got to laugh at this person because uh, when I first started my show, she was like probably my first listener, listening in, and she moved all the world, and now she's in Italy. But it's funny right. because he um, sent me a text. I mean, email <laughs> email and said, I like Gerald to answer this question. I already heard you answer but Gerald, what do you think about the NFL now taking a stance on domestic violence? And also, Gerald, do you think more players would be reluctant to do domestic violence now that the NFL... And then said, P.S., kudos to you, James, for finally getting a woman on the show. Women enjoy <laughs> sports too. <laughs> I like this woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's <a> good one. <laughs> That's <pretty strange.
4: laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I, I, you know, finally, you know, it's, yeah, you know, I, I'm glad, I'm, I'm very happy that the NFL is deciding to. to um, you know, to you know, to really put their foot down on, on these issues. Um, the only thing is is why will you know, why did it take so long? Because it's not the first time, you know, they had incidents like this, you know, and but uh but I guess with the with the number of, of hidden cameras, I mean not so much hidden cameras but you know cameras in all the public areas and, and whatnot, uh that was that was a good thing. Uh, and that's how it all got got out. Being honest with you, is because of the fact that there were cameras, and 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 uh, when incidents did happen, when NFL players, uh, you know, got aggressive and and you know assaulted their their wives and girlfriends, and then that's pretty much how everything got, you know, blown blown up the surface, and everybody kind of saw, hey, this is I mean, this is this is not good. And um, but it's not just that. Uh, but there are other things that you know they need to step up on and, and on these players because they need to um, they need to set a better example uh, about you know, the, the, you know what they do, uh, you know the choices that they make and 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 what But uh, um, now will will it change? Uh, you know, once again, you're flipping the coin. You know that some of these athletes. Uh, have issues. Some of these some have, have issues, you know, and you and you got to look at if a lot of the the you know the the choices that they make are due to drugs, alcohol, or whatever the case may be, uh, or some other mental issue of uh, anger. There, there's a lot that that's involved, and um, you know, uh, you, you know, you you hope that it, it will work but uh but some players have a hard time of, of learning uh, and, and and you know a good example uh, what's the quarterback's name from Cleveland I don't know if he's with Cleveland anymore uh, exactly good example you know how many chances this guy's going to get uh, you know he you know he, he, he goes from one episode one incident after another and you um, and, you know, and there's a, there, I mean, that's when the NFL start, you know, to say, starting putting their foot down on things and it didn't stop him, you know. So, <laughs> it, it, you know, it could be a player, player, you know, player by player, uh, a deal. I still think that you're going to have players that still going to do the stupid thing and, 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 you know, it's just, just the nature of it that, you know, it, they're going to do it. Um, and I just hope that, um, You know it will work, but you know you have players that just uh, just think that they can just do whatever they want and think that there's no repercussions. It's going to be hard to to, you know to to slow the process down. So the best thing to do is that when it happens, the NFL needs to nail them uh, and 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 be consistent about it and make examples of people.
3: Only, yeah.
4: That's all you do is make example out of people, I and mean, it, it, it could actually possibly slow it all down. But yeah. they, I'm, I'm just, I'm just happy that they're, you know, they're, they're actually. I uh, think it's a serious thing. I mean, that that is something that you just don't play with, and then you to take it very serious. And they, even to the point where, hey, if if it means that people lose their jobs and there's no way for you to come back, that they, that's the way it's got to be.
2: Yeah. You
3: know, are really hardball with these guys. Yeah, it seems that baseball's baseball's taking an example from it, and they they they're playing hardball with it, and you Absolutely. know, there's there's no excuse, you know,
4: right, no excuse, right. So, Don't bring them back. I, I think that would make a big difference.
2: <laughs> yeah, hey, you you, know, you you messed this up. They, you're done. You, you can't come I'm back. and to play anymore, Chris. Chris, I got a question for you and Gerald. What do you guys think about the guy from Jacksonville, film his baby mama's fight, the football player? Uh. What, what? Did you think of that? Did you again. The guy from Jacksonville, the player—I um, can't think of his name. I know you could Google it, Chris. Filmed his two baby mamas fighting. He yeah, had to so. fight. Remember that, Chris?
3: Yeah, I remember that. I—I I can't remember who would, that, what, what his name is, but that's—that's that's just that's horrible. Hmm.
2: Let's <laughs> see you
4: that zero. Zero. Yeah, I can. I must be in a bad spot here. I can I can barely hear you, buddy. Try, try again.
2: You didn't see that with a guy from Jacksonville. He's a pro uh, Provo player. Film he had his two baby mamas fight and he filmed it.
3: Yeah, Dante Fowler Oh,
2: you—that is so juvenile. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I didn't I didn't hear about that. Oh, you got to Google and see it, Joe. He's right there and they stand in there. He tells the one girl, the girl, take your shoes, her shoes off, and they go at it. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> Wow. A, and well, so what, what?
3: What these guys fail to realize is is that they're being watched. I mean, the 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 the, yeah. the front offices are seeing this, and and it's it's going to mm-hmm. hurt
2: them. I know. He filmed it himself. Uh,
4: wow. Yeah, but that's you know that's, that's that's telling you and showing you the mentality of some of these these athletes uh, that oh the great great athletes, great thing all day. You know, they run good, they, you know, uh, block, I mean, play the game uh, to the very best, to their ability, I mean, the very best. But then when it comes around to just making common sense, you know, decisions and choices, they're lacking, and that that can be a whole lot, that's a whole lot to do with, you know the way they were brought up and, and and whatnot And people always say neighborhoods you know the way you know the neighbors that grew up and all that stuff plays a factor uh yes and no, but same kind of parent I grew up in a tough neighborhood i grew up I grew up in a single parent home, and my mom was mom and dad and uh that was not an excuse for me to act a fool you know and and and, and break the law and, and and just just bring bad. Uh, is this bad news to your family. Uh, no, that's not an excuse. And, uh, and I thank God that you know my mom brought, you know, brought me up and and my brother in, in the correct way, and where we, we you know, we we were where we we're responsible for what you know choices we make, and um, and and not to tarnish, you know, our family name. You know, those are things that have to be instilled in you. So. Um, but still, regardless if you got that type of uh bringing up uh every human being knows what's right and what's wrong I mean there's no excuse
3: right i agree Go ahead, Chris. I agree on that i just i I mm-hmm. think people make really stupid mistakes and and they think it's funny at the time and i i I think that uh, that dante is is eventually he, <laughs> he's gonna be regretting what he did but I don't
4: know. I mean, yeah, sometimes you wonder, do they? I I I just you just don't know. I I mean, these guys that that get caught, you know, doing things and and then they you know, they they take a break and they they, you know, they get caught doing something else and you wonder. I mean, <laughs> what what what's going on in these guys' heads? You, you just you know, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And, well,
3: um, well, well, let but, me ask both of you guys. When you guys both came, came at Wyoming, started playing there, and then then went to Philadelphia, wasn't there somebody, players there, that, that, that had your ear, that would tell you what you needed to do, what you didn't need to do? And, and you know, you, you respected them. You, you listened to them. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Well, I have to say, Wyoming, when um, we already had a great group of guys uh we you know every every team's gonna have a few bad apples uh and you know and that, that's you know that and that's gonna happen however, the majority of the players uh are pretty much level headed and um and they they lead by example so and a lot a lot of it's gonna do with recruiting for colleges too i mean you, you, gotta, you gotta be able to know a lot about a kid and and, and you know uh is he a perfect fit for for your program and, and the town that you that, that that you play in like wow me, I mean you have to be a special kid to to play there um and 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 they have to be really careful you know who they recruit you know, cause it's a small community and um but I don't remember anybody there that just you know took the throne and said, Hey, this is what you know you need to do and what not.' it was almost like an expectation. It was just that you already had good role models there and you kind of, you know, you lead by example and you see how these guys act so you know to act the same way. And, um, and that, that's kind of how it was when, you know, when I got there. We just didn't, we did have a, already had a good group of guys that had a good level head and, and it was very respectful uh, to one another and even, you know, they respect themselves as well. Um, but uh, and, and in the NFL, uh, no, there was uh it was kind of like you know you are expected to to do the right thing, you know you're kind of on your own if you
2: screw up, hmm. well, we gotta end the show, but Joe, I want to thank you again for being on, uh, and like I said, Chris um Joe, I don't know you, but uh, guess I get my ass off to um Lawrence you know okay, so, all right y'all don't I don't know what he had done for me and all the other receivers, but he had man unbelievable. Yeah. That's great attitude for this show. Mm-hmm. So, thanks again for being on, John Chris. Another show.
3: Another we did it again. <laughs>